are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We are live. That's <laughs> Sherry Shepard. What's up? It's Chris Denman. That's a hell of a way to start. I know. Let's jump right in. Yeah. So Sherry Shepard's in town. You all need to go see her at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. If they don't sell out, I imagine you have a huge following. A lot of people that maybe don't always hit up comedy clubs too. come see your shows. Yes. I had somebody, uh, some Everybody Love Raymond fans and this old <laughs> oh, guy. Hey, hey. Who, yeah, he was like, he was definitely a grandpa. Yeah. He brought his dog with him. and Brought I, his dog to a said, comedy show? He, he said his dog was a fan of mine too. They watched Everybody Loves Raymond together. It, okay. I didn't right. know if that was love or weird, but I, I will take anything I can get. Absolutely. So wait, so do we have to apply the two drink minimum to Fido as well in that situation? I have some treats. Okay. Yeah. I always have dogs in my life. I, yeah. have, I had treats. What kind of dogs do you have? I have a Connie Corso. Okay. Italian Mastiff. Yeah. 120 pounds. Those are big, big boys. She's big a girls? Yeah, she's a big okay. girl because the, the boys are like almost 200. So she's 120 pounds. She's a guard Holy dog. Holy cow. Yeah. So it's in her DNA. If you come in and she senses no tension, all she'll do is sniff your crotch and wag her tail. Sure. If you try anything, uh-huh. she goes in for the throat. She's like, it's not happening it's today. It's not happening out <laughs> in my watch. And I have a Labrador. I have a rescue lab. Nice. Who's like complete family dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just like gives you her stomach. You had to equal it out. I had to equal it out because right. I mean, and it's so funny because my my Connie Corso is so sweet, Lexi. Mm-hmm. She's so sweet, but when a pizza man comes, I'm like, oh my god, I can't control her. Oh gee, <laughs> you know, because I need him to know she'll kill you. Right? Yeah, let him because if you're if you're casing this place for your friends, absolutely, big dogs here. Yeah, I'm a How do how we how we on cussing? This is uncensored, so are we okay with that? Oh, I, I oh, the, oh, well, I don't shit! Know the, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Hell, we're gonna, okay. So this will play out on our morning show, but then we're going to release it like an uncensored podcast too. I love that. Let's let's settle in. Because so much, I like. I have to watch my mouth. So you I, do. So I that, to, that's like know. my main question too. So forgive me. Didn't watch a ton of the View. Didn't it's okay. Watch a, yeah, but I bet you your lady did. Uh huh. <laughs> is that how? Is that how you know? So you say you're my like, name to your lady. She's gonna yeah. be like, Oh my God, Sherry Shepherd. Now you, let uh-huh. me see, what would you have watched? Would you have watched 30 Rock? 30 Rock, yeah. Okay, so I played I Tracy. I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were great in 30 Rock. I, or I, How I Met Your Mother. I'm trying to think, no, white Jason guy, Siegel, young white guy, sure, what would you sure. have watched? Jason Siegel, while making waves all the time for the tall, funny guys yes. out there, he's really, he's got my heart in that he's one. He's got mine too. I can't really do the CBS comedies Okay, as much. so No How yeah. I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I'm trying to think. 30 Rock, though. I think you 30 stop Rock is like 30 it. Rock, right? yeah, I, yeah, I always get like the, the drunk white dudes. Yeah, They yeah, yeah. love 30 Rock. <laughs> that is like, if I'm somewhere, it's a bunch of drunk white college guys, uh-huh. yeah. 30 Rock is their show. Do they, how do you deal with the yelling of the character name? That is something that, I will apologize on behalf of all Caucasian men and women. Probably you just yell "30 Rock." Oh no! Well, you know what they yell when they see me? Ham, ham, ham. 
And I, you know, and sometimes I forget yeah. my lines. Like people will see me. They they saw me on Friends, and Friends will air all the time. And one of my big that's lines insane. Was, yeah, on, I didn't realize you. Were on I Friends. was one of the tour guides in uh -huh. the museum when Ross worked at the museum. Yes, and my character was Rhonda. And my biggest line that people want me to repeat. They will come up to me. and They'll go, "Hi, I'm Rhonda, and these aren't real." And I'm like, "What? What's not real? What? What the fuck? What's not real?" You're trying to just remember exactly. I'm like, trying to that remember was literally my lines. Twenty years ago. I know. And Which, by the way, still, you look great. You don't. I, I would you. not have guessed you'd be old enough to air in Friends as well. You too. are so sweet. I have no money in my bra. That is so <laughs> nice that was my of next you. Ask Mike. How about a tip for the uh, I, for the nice? If you keep gesture. on with the comments like that, I'm putting, right. I'm freaking ring. We're gonna go get, we're gonna get vegan uh, cupcakes together if I keep talking nice, huh? Oh my gosh, yes. So I'll do you do you. that? When it, do you hit up uh, town? So you're on tour. Obviously, you're at Healing yeah. Comedy Club this weekend. Do you hit up the the cool places in town? I mean, do you I, just tell me the list that you that you have for St. Louis? Yeah, my tour is called the um, Wiser, Prettier, Funnier. Uh huh. No, it's called the Wiser, um, Prettier, Funnier, and Tired Tour. Ooh, yes. That's what my tour That's is important. called. But I like to hit up towns and leave on Instagram. I like to find the best rib joint because everybody who travels with me, they love ribs. Now I, yeah. I watch that documentary, that documentary, um, What the Health. So uh -huh. I feel really bad eating like toxic cows with snot. Sure. So I can't sure. do the the meat. So they want rib joints. Have the best rib joint, and I always have to find out where a, a beauty shop is, a hair salon, so I can have them do my wig. Uh huh. Because I need to bring my and I. And you know what's so funny? I, I trip them out because I come in with my wig in my hand. Yeah. And I and so I need to and you're find like, a place. Go Take the it. wig, do it. Yeah. I'll come back and pick it up. And I need the best vegan place because I'm a pescatarian slash chickenarian. Not sure what it's. <laughs> you know, so vegans get really Shepherdin. mad. So I, you're making your own damn thing. I make them out, yeah, because vegans yeah. get really mad when you say you're vegan and they see you eating fish. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's true, too. I, I think it's just, you could even. Maybe, but you're trying to appeal and you're kind of making more of an awareness for those people's lifestyles. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, yeah maybe you just say you eat clean. I don't know. Get people eat off your clean. back. I mean, that's true. I, I guess I could say I eat clean. That I sounds no really good. I have no problem with eating chickens either, by the way. I like, love they're little, chicken. They're little, they're little dinosaurs. But have you around. looked at a KFC chicken? That sucker breaks. Like I had a KFC chicken and the wing just broke in half. Done and I was done. like, is this, a, you know, and that's, you think steroids. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Which is why all these freaking 13 year olds look like they're 40. <laughs> I was at a music steroids. festival over the weekend, and we were laughing uh, at another guy in our booth because we, I was like, hey, maybe don't don't look so hard at every group of girls that comes by because yeah. those young ladies dressed like they are 24 out in West Hollywood are not. They're oh, literally freshmen gosh. in high school. Yeah. My five-year-old niece looks older than me, and it's because we feed her McDonald's all day. Oh, I'm not supposed sure. to say brand names, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. feed Whatever. her like, okay, oh, that's so great. Yeah, I don't care. It's all the Big Macs that she's eating. She's got like a butt like Kim Kardashian's. <laughs> I swear these kids got to stop with the steroids. So I'm a little afraid to eat the KFC because chicken's like... Kind yeah, of weird. about what's gonna happen. About, I mean, you figure all the chicken that we eat. You know, during the Super Bowl, we do all the wings, and mm -hmm. I, they can't produce that many healthy chickens. <laughs> They're not out there. It, there's not it's enough not healthy chickens. No. So I'm trying to get just the like just the fish. So okay, so we'll deal with that. So when you're in new towns and everything, so yeah. doing stand up. So you have such a diverse back. Obviously, friends, uh, like you said, Thirty Rock. The view is about the opposite of 30 Rock for me. It's so, so the opposite. So you possess real talent, I would say. Like some people I think get elevated and maybe... Barbara Walters it, always forgot. She'd go, because I'm also an actress. And she'd go, oh, so you act, dear. And I'd go, y y like you didn't you didn't find me off the streets, Barbara. Right, like, right, right. Oh, your mama won't like it if she finds out. I wasn't a stripper. Like I was an actress. Right. And she would always forget that. And so. So Barbara Walters just barely looked at you and didn't even know yeah, you. Yeah, Barbara Walters, she didn't look at me. 
<laughs> but I loved her. That was yeah. that was a really great experience for a person who didn't look at you. <laughs> she was just she was a hard taskmaster. Was that's she? That's what I was saying. Yeah. So okay, so how does that what was she an executive producer? Is that she where, owned half the show? She owned half she, the show. She her and her partner Bill Getty created mm-hmm. the show and then ABC owned half uh. and she owned half. Which means she was rich as shit. Right, yeah. yeah. So being a part of that, uh, so obviously it's an easy target to make jokes about. You're a comic, you're a stand-up. You, yeah. Like, you would for sure make fun of a show like that if you weren't on I it. did, but I would get in trouble with Barbara all the time. Because no. Barbara did not like being made fun of. Like, do you remember on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, Baba Wawa. Yeah. yeah, she did not like that. She Baba didn't Wawa. enjoy that? She learned to like it, but Barbara yeah. was one, you know, she was so busy interviewing Netanyahu and Kim Jong-Jong. <laughs> right? Sometimes she just didn't get the joke. And so one time I made a joke. I said, you know, I wish I had Barbara's money. I'm not Sherry Walters. And she <laughs> called me in her office. Like everybody yeah. loved it. Whoopi was like, that was funny as shit. <laughs> so, but Barbara calls me in there and she's like, why must you mention my name? In Interesting. And she says, why don't you say Rockefeller? And I go, because Rockefeller's not on The View, Barbara. Right. Like Barbara it's relatable. Like, it's let's, relatable. Let's shit on each other a And she bit. just looked at me and she says, I don't want my name coming out of your mouth on stage. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, okay. And Whoopi's like, you can say my name. You yeah. say Sherry Goldberg. <laughs> it's not the same Whoopi. So, okay. So Whoopi being part of that, she's had a crazy long career. Yeah. Do you look at her as someone who's still out there producing everything. I mean, any issues with any of the ladies on the, on there? You I mean, know, I, I'm curious. I feel like Whoopi's got a few tiffs with people. Whoopi is one of those people. If you bring Whoopi a great plate of brownies, you are all right with <laughs> it's Miss going Go- good. It's going it's that down. What, you know, I'm telling when I did dancing with the stars, yep. Whoopi and I were eating our, you know, daily brownies. I mm-hmm. mean, you can see Whoopi's face half the time on the view where she's like, I got to go eat some brownies, <laughs> you know, and, and where she's like so yes. fed up, but she was eating some really good brownies. And she's the one that said, when you get low on that board, then you just need to faint. Let your wig come off. Let your titties pop out. And you last, <laughs> you last another week. Yes. So, Whoopi, yes. Whoopi is like mad cool. She's like that mad cool friend that you can come in and smoke some peyote. And you, uh-huh. you'd be right, like, right. Have a vision quest. <laughs> you can have lunch. a vision quest. And right. she's like really deep. She's very cool. But when you make her mad, then she's not Whoopi, the Jewish black lady. She's Karen Johnson, the lady from the hood. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember that guy. Remember when they had Real Housewives of D.C.? And they had, and there was a guy, and there was a lady got kicked off, but her husband mm-hmm. was like horrible. And they said that oh, Whoopi pushed like them. Prison time or something? No, no, but I'm thinking of yeah, a different one. Yeah, it was one, the Salahi, I think okay. his name was, but literally he was an he was an opportunist. And they uh-huh. came on the show, and they were horrible, and they were just like star efforts and so um they said Whoopi pushed him and she didn't push him she just went off right like they they got scared because Whoopi was not playing around right. with them so they went and well Whoopi hit me Whoopi pushed me and she was like motherfucker I'll show you push so so the reality comes out yeah don't don't mess with Whoopi she don't play yeah but she's very sweet yeah that's good that's good to hear you see that too because you're in so many people's homes and they yeah. and I watch you I watch you come in here 10 people swarm you, get excited that you're here. And what do you do? Very gently, oh, of course, hi, this, that, the other. Is that how you were raised? Is that because you do have, a, are you confident in your success? Is that where that comes from? No. I'll say, I'll say okay. this, comics, I deal with comics every week. We, right. We're so lucky we get to talk to so many talented people. Um, I would say most of you are very cool because you're out promoting yeah, your stuff too. Yeah. So let's remember that. If I catch you, oh, but you met evening, some bitchy ones. You met some guys that were <laughs> pussies. I, Don't even look me in my face and tell me you have. There, there's been I've, I can think I of a couple. Mouth, I can yeah, think of a couple. It's not many. 
Yeah. But there's some that are out there. I have. A, I think I was telling you this too. I do a podcast with a, a very talented stand-up comedian. And I'm bad about this because now... I don't always come in to, I stopped asking, yeah. but at first, when we first started doing the show, I'm, you know, doing this over here. And then he's like, oh, who you got in this week while he's out on the road? And he would give me his opinion and he's right. a, you know, he's a, he's a killer. Yeah. He's a very talented guy, but you have him just be like, oh, they're awful. They're mm -hmm. awful. You can't have that happen because you got to talk to people. You got to get into it, but it's yeah. funny to what off mic can happen, right? I mean, yeah, the behind the scenes with comics mm -hmm. are, are crazy. Yeah. I, I've worked I wonder, with some who are just nuts. Uh, do you have anybody that you're willing to share that's, uh, that's rough that you don't care for that? Or I that don't maybe care they're lacking for? talent or maybe they're a pain in the ass, even if they you are know, talented. I, I'm not going to say who's a pain in the ass cause they're absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I got to deal with them afterwards. <laughs> I will say, I, you know, and there men are typically worse than women. I will say that interesting because men, we all have our issues. We've all gone through some crazy sure. shit but men are just like your angst your ego is out of this world like women will just we'll talk about our differences you know uh -huh. we, but men you want to fight you every you know all the men think no other comic is as funny as them <laughs> so when you say to a man oh so and so is they're like oh they're not funny they're, yeah. fucking, they're, they're hacks and, and, you know women we're not hack like that we're thrown around a lot hack gets thrown oh they yeah. steals my jokes i'm gonna kick his ass <laughs> That is such a man. And I always tell female comics when they first start, they always go, Sherry, what advice do you have for me? Right. And I always go, don't sleep with the comics. Smart. Because it takes you 10 years to get your reputation back. That's how good. So you get, so being a woman yeah. in that field, you're going to get just put in this bucket of, oh, she fucks people. Yeah, because when you first come on the scene as a woman, all the, you're like a new fish in the water. So sure. all the men come swarming around like sharks. Oh, go and to an open mic. There will, even if, even at a well-represented open mic, you'll have maybe 10 out of a hundred. Right? Oh, heck yeah. Because be it's not as many women. And when you start going on the road, freaking you're on the road, you make people laugh for only 45 minutes. Then you have nothing to do for three or four days. Correct. So you're stuck with somebody that you would never really sleep with yep. in your normal life. But when you're there on an island by yourself in Omaha, Nebraska, they start looking really good. Yeah, yeah, Then yeah. that little horn thing takes, you know. And uh -huh. it's a long time. So 10 years have passed for me. So you could say right now, friggin' I slept with Sherry. And everybody's going to go, the Christian girl? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then nobody's going to believe you. Not one person. Nothing's going to come of that. Yeah, but it's, you know, I think women are are much more grounded usually because we have kids mm -hmm. you know we're married so we uh, yeah men were more apt to like well yeah i mean i could always just go live in the woods if things if absolutely things fuck up, and right? your soul is dead inside half the <laughs> time is. your soul is freaking just gone it's just gone it's, it's just gone burn out from <laughs> like i've from. i've had crushes on many comics and i'm just like this will never hell i married one i just went this will never work who are you married to i'm sorry i, I was know. married to a comic and okay. his name was jeff t he didn't make it in the business he sure because in this business you have to have stamina yeah. I mean, it's like the it's like the only the strong will survive. You can be in this game at the highest levels and then have let's say you come to a city like St. Louis. We'll, yeah. we'll just do this. We'll use the example. Say the Cardinals are in town. Say yep. there's a rock concert, and let's say you're in a crossover where there's blues hockey as well. Yeah, maybe that doesn't matter in L.A. if you're going somewhere, or it doesn't matter in a bigger. In St. Louis, your crowd's going to be light. Two of the three shows, two people, and then all of a sudden you're now renegotiating with a comedy club because you were light last time, and you're like, I'm Sherry Shepard. I've been on Friends. Absolutely, like, you sold fifty percent less than you did last year. Yeah, and year. we're not paying you. Right, and we're not paying that money. And men <laughs> have a really hard time with that. They fall into deep, dark depressions. Yeah. Like my husband came out here. With 
with Joe. He came out to LA with Joe Rogan. Yeah. They used to be in Boston together doing it. And you just, you have to stay in that game. And it's, it's, it's hard. And men yeah. have these egos, especially when your wife is frigging surpassing you in the comedy, in the comedy clubs and, sure. and acting. It's, it's rough. That's wild. So do you have a relationship with Joe then? Do you know? I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. I went on the road with Joe Rogan and Carlos Mencia, which that is a rarity. <laughs> Um, you were on the road with them? Oh my gosh, like way back in the day. That's I, way long. It is I mean, a long, since it was back in the, since. It was back in the uh, uh, late 80s because this is nice. when I started. And um, yeah, you'll never see Joe and, and Carlos on oh, the road. Oh, not, uh, <laughs> not after he knocked him off his yeah. complete career. I wonder if that had to be weird, just obviously knowing Joe's martial arts background and everything. Because I wonder if anyone else was, a, first of all, he was he was in the wrong, right? Mencia? Mencia. He uh -huh. was completely in the wrong. And Joe obviously. confronted him, yeah. Yeah, that. absolutely. And that's so Joe, he's crazy. Like Joe will come up to you and go, "Feel my thigh, feel my thigh," <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't want to feel my thigh, feel my thigh," because he he's does a little ball, martial arts. He's a little ball of muscle. He's all, it's like yeah. rock hard. He he, it's crazy too with science, and he's very open about what he takes and everything like that. That he can look like a stronger, more capable, athletic version of himself at 50 than he did at 25. Oh, because really? of the stuff he took. I mean, oh, yes, wow. Absolutely. If you look at him on news radio back in the day. So different. Yeah. yeah look quite a bit different, which, hey, more power to him if he's I, optimizing. You know, I haven't worked with Joe in probably a decade and a half, mm -hmm. but I so admire him. We used to be regulars and Mencia. We all were regulars at the sure. comedy store. Yeah. So to come up with those guys with Jamie Foxx and Hugh Lee and, and Chris Tucker, it's just... You know, and to see them now, I'm really proud of everybody. That's that's a good way to be. That's a good mindset. That shows that you're again comfortable with what you're doing. Because if there's jealousy involved in that, after you've all been through, not real, but the comedy wars uh, yeah. that you do to go through the comedy store is cool again now. But there was a stretch where it right? was, like, was kind of no good, right? Yeah. Well, when we came up, when we were doing it, it was like Dom Herrera and oh, Carlos, and monsters. it was oh my gosh, it was it was Joe, and it was I'm trying to remember. Would um, uh, would John uh, Chelsea and me were at the was improv? John Witherspoon no, John Witherspoon was not there, but mm -hmm. I would do the improv with Sarah Silverman and Chelsea Handler. Mm -hmm. They were the improv girls, so I would do that with with them over there. So you know, coming up, and I would I would be at the Comedy Act, the Black Theater, yeah. with Jamie Fox and DL and and Chris. Tucker, yeah. T.K. Kirkland. So I got, I got a little bit of um, every. It was Hollywood. Mario Cantone. Yeah. Was D.C. Curry out there at that time? D.C. Curry. Yeah, he was okay. a comedy act. So yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing all these people, and I'm a woman too. So the jealousy is just, you know, I have children. You don't have to, you don't have time to be jealous and right. insecure. I have a son, so I have to hold it together. So <laughs> how old your son? My son is 12 years old. 12. Can I right. tell you, he Please. wakes up with a heart on every day. <laughs> I am freaking out. That was my next my question. little boy. I I go to kiss him, and he's got this freaking hard on. <laughs> And then he says to me, like, he's laying in the bed, and yeah. we're saying our prayers, and he goes, Mommy, can I talk to you? And I always know, mm. okay, something, shit's about to come down. Right. He's like, Mommy, can I talk to you? Yeah. Why does my penis keep freezing? Mm. And I said, mm. Jeffrey, who does it freeze up around? He goes, not you, Mommy. <laughs> Do you know how, like, a sucker I feel? Right, right. I mean, I, and I was like, well, you don't, that's what the ex-husband said to me. You don't have to freaking follow in their footsteps. I would like to know your penis gets hard around Mommy, but yeah, I'm going to have my course. son in therapy. Right. I just, Get it made me there. feel a certain kind of way. Yeah, I but can respect he, that. Yeah, he is like, that's all he thinks about is girls. It's going to be a long rest of his life. Why? And he touches it all the time. Like, he'll be talking to me, and he's, he's got his hands in his pants. Uh -huh, and, right. he's and I'm like, will you stop touching yourself? Yeah. I give him lotion. I go, lotion up your elbows, because I don't want my son being ashy. Uh -huh. Lotion up your elbows, Jeffrey. Yeah. And he's lotioning up his penis. Mm. And I go, why are you lotioning up your penis? He goes, mommy, it feels so good. <laughs> 
And I run and I call his dad because I'm freaking out. And yeah. his dad goes, that's going to last till the day he dies. Uh-huh, that's some over. sick yeah. stuff. And I just, I wanted to thank you personally for not mentioning that my hand has been outside of your no, view. I noticed that, entire, but I'm too yeah. much of a nice girl. I you was are. raised Because I kept going, where's his hand going? Right, right. Like, and it kept disappearing. You're like, where'd they go? Like, like you're going to hurt yourself. I know. Your hands are so big, you're going to rip your but penis But you, under- you understand, though. It probably happens a lot of like, radio stuff. Like, is it cathartic? Do. Does, yeah. Is it peaceful? Do, is do, it- do you notice a calming sense in my voice throughout? Yeah. See, if I, as long as I keep the the, ste- the steady pace going, if I stop, it's going to get awkward. I might stammer. It that's could be a, a penis rub, thing. really? Yeah. See, women can't do that. If we start yeah. feeling on ourselves, you're going to think we need cream for seven right, days. Right, exactly. You are not going to like that. We got to get more stories. Real quick, <laughs> let me tell any, you guys. So I'll give you any story you want. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you guys about Presence Float Center. Get your sensory deprivation on. Use promo code WAL for 10 bucks off. Here in town. If you want to float, let me know, by the way. Have you, oh, been, like in the a, have you been in a tank? I've never have. I would love to float. I'm serious. I'll hook do you, you up. Do you feel good after you float? Oh, it's it's seriously, it's like uh, four hours of deep sleep in an hour. It's really? Insane. Maybe it's like are they open on a Saturday? Maybe I'm going on a Saturday. I got you. I would we'll love take care to float. Yeah. Pres- I'm have to, not can even I, kidding. I have yeah. to keep, can I keep my wig on or I have to take my wig off? They will run you through that whole thing. Whatever okay. you need to do, they'll take care of you. See, they my have, biggest they fear, have a, a thing you can put on your hair. Okay, because that's my fear. Is like there's a tragedy that happens or an right. apocalypse. Uh-huh. I don't want you catching me floating a wig on. No. That's not the, you know, that's not the last yeah. picture if I want. If like it's an emergency, like, ah, come on. Yeah, because yeah. I look like orange is a new black. I really <laughs> need my wig to stay on. Okay, we'll make sure the wig stays Thank on you. during that. Very cool. So, okay, so you've got some great stories from being yeah. around. Uh, how about on the road? Being... As you said, uh, a female comic, even a black female comic, yeah. there's differences, I would imagine. I don't uh, live that life. Uh, out on the road. You've never been a black female? You, I, you well, really don't know what that's about? I've worked on her a few times. Yeah, <laughs> you could, I worked on her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, being out on the road and, I guess, interacting with fans. And this is what I'm curious about. Do you bring in um, fans of The View? Fans, of, You've hosted game shows. Are, yeah, are the Newlywed game. Yeah, the Newlywed no, game. No, I, I haven't hosted. Literally, it's on right now. Yeah. And I still have big fans. I haven't hosted the Newlywed game. It was over five years ago. That's insane. But it's still running. I right. did four seasons of it. So it's still running. Give, give me the uh, squeeze on that. As okay, compared, Newlywed game. As compared to stand-up, acting, how's the pay scale? That I feel like those oh, okay. are icing, icing jobs. People want to know. So, like, for doing a game show is amazing money. Right. If you do a game show on a network like Alec Baldwin or Steve Harvey doing The Family Feud or Anthony Anderson uh-huh. uh, to tell the truth. Well, you even know, Chris Hardwick had the thing that LeBron James was producing where oh, there was, was The Wall. Yeah, the, uh, I think it was just called The Wall. Maybe. And it was called The Wall. So, if it's a syndicated right. show, mm-hmm. literally, you could be making a million bucks right. for the season. Now, I did my show on the Game Show Network. I was not in the million buck category. Sure. But literally, to do a season, I probably pulled in 200 grand. That's that fantastic. was enough to pay my attorneys for my first husband. <laughs> so, wait. So in addition to that, what kind of prep is that? You, just being a comic. I mean, I, that's, I you know, feel like you could go just be silly and yeah, they have to come and give you the questions that they're going to ask because mm-hmm. you got because you don't want to be stumbling over questions. Do you have writers? And they, t- I, I had one writer, but she didn't do shit. I just really? gave her a job. I gave her a job because she was a comic. Yeah, and she was like, you know, her husband was a comic who left her for mm. a younger comic, mm. and so it was you know that was like a road story. And so, sure, um, she didn't have any, so I gave her something to do, but she was always drinking. But it was okay. She got paid. So literally. I had to think of the jokes myself, but you 
you you look at the it, a show that lasted 22 minutes at less than an hour because it's because I'm always thinking of jokes. Yep. Yeah. But with the newlywed game, I literally will look at these couples and, and say in my little ear thing to the producer, I don't think they're going to make it like two years. Like we had a couple and they were from New York. And I said to the husband, what do you do? And he goes, I sing Broadway. And oh, I was like, no. OK, yeah. Does she yeah. know? Does she know? <laughs> right. Is she aware? Oh, is she OK? Is she okay? Are you going to when are you going to come out? We're what? not mad about this if this is your situation. But will you please? just be honest with yeah me. and she was like we have sex all the time and i'm like no, no you don't, you don't. No, no, you don't. stop lying but then there was one and you know you get some really weird ones there was one lady she's like in her spare time she would get the rats and she would make clothes for the rats and i'm like okay she's going to kill us when the show is over if she doesn't win a couch yeah she yeah if she didn't win the prize she would have a brand new sherry shepherd lampshade yeah and like some people even stand up like some people i get these super fans who they like me so much they because uh you know doing a talk show People it, it, people have to like you. They have to feel like they want you in their home. Right. And so I have these really super fans. And I have one lady in Nashville tell me, she came up to the stage and I said, ma'am, can I help you? And she said, I just, I love you so much. I just won't take you home and tie you up. Mm. And I said, okay, that uh, slavery was over mm. about... 70 years ago sure. and uh, that's kind of weird yeah and she's like but I just I, my husband loves you too and I said and that's freaky right like yeah. you're now gonna have me in a basement yeah it's yeah. a sex thing mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if anybody wants to traffic me at this age <laughs> I'm realistic about what people want to do to me sexually I don't know yeah yeah the AARP made me want to traffic <laughs> me but nobody's trying to sell me that's for no, sure you don't think so no I think they just wanted to like take me in their basement chain me up mm -hmm. and have their way with me do some weird things yeah do some weird stuff and then they maybe drop me back off at 7-Eleven that's fair all right. but I think at least you fair. get to come back and you know it, 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 it's, maybe I have an orgasm or two Good sometimes you. you have to look on the bright side of you can't complain that much then I'm telling you right because right now I'm so tired it hasn't been an orgasm in a long time eargasms eargasms sure. now but no no orgasms uh, so okay so where are you based out of right now I moved back to L.A. after mm -hmm. being in New York for nine years. I used to live in the Trump building, but they took the name down. Mm -hmm. So it was I lived in the building with no name. Yeah, sure. <laughs> how, how do you feel about your boy Trump right now? Uh, you know, it's so funny because I, I know Trump personally. Of course you he do. He would come on The View. And let me say, um, Donald Trump is so charismatic. Like when he lived in New York. He legitimately is. He, he, all, he just wants to be liked. Mm -hmm. He was very popular. If you said, hey, Donald Trump, we got to do a segment. He was he always wanted to be in front of the camera. Camera's there. He's Camera, yeah. literally, and he would welcome you in. He'd spend time with you. He took me down to the floor underneath. It's like a whole setup with all of Ivanka Trump's shoes. Mm -hmm. He sent me about 30 pairs. I can't sell those fucking shoes for anything. <laughs> Thanks, I put them Donald. on eBay. Right. Ivanka Trump shoes, presidential day sale. Nobody will buy those Ivanka Trump shoes. It's not happening. But he was always very, very nice to me. Mm -hmm. um, so to see, I can see why he, you know, he reads incessantly what the media says about him because it's really important to Donald. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see where it's going, and it's it's a crazy thing. We don't have to go super deep into it, but yeah, that's one uh, thing I don't do is political stuff like on on stage. I might do literally. I'm working on a joke now. Yeah, about when when because I I think for me I just want to make you feel good. Like mm -hmm. there are some comics you got a Wanda Sykes who will go full political. You got Chris Rock, sure. and I feel like my job when I get on stage I just want to make you laugh. I just want you to feel better than when you when you came in. But I am working on one joke because I thought it was so funny where Trump said there there were fine people 
within the neo-Nazi and right. the white supremacist. They were fine, fine people. It was a and very, <laughs> like, why, why do that to yourself, I but, guess? But like, literally, I thought about it, and I said, you have people in your life that are completely clueless. Mm -hmm. You know those kind of people? They don't know what they don't know. And I totally could picture three girls from college going, oh my God, I don't know who Robert Lee is, but do you see the initials in there? It says, Bob loves Jenna. That's my mom and my dad. <laughs> and like, we were in Charlottesville, and every week we would do like horse race, we would do the three-legged races, and we do music, and we have picnics here, and this is so great. And we have to preserve that. <laughs> we're going to have fun. So I called my girlfriends, right. Amber, Amber and Becca, and I said, we're going to do a girls trip. We're going to go get a permit. And we're going to go to this park. And so we're at the park. And I asked my boyfriend, Jabal. He's like, no. I'm like, what? He's like, no, I'm not coming. I'm like, okay, screw you. So anyway, and we're having such a great time. We're dancing. And oh my gosh. And they said that there's a skid row. I love that band so fucking much. And then we're dancing. We're having a good time. And I'm like, look at those guys with torches. This is so great because it's going to be dark really, sure. really soon. Yes. So we need it. And I said, oh my gosh. And the KKK, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are here. Selfie. We're going to Snapchat this bitch. Mm, beautiful. And I said... And for me, that's about as political as I will go yeah. of the fun of, of taking something that's just really, really terrible and trying to make you laugh at the just Well, like, let's put craziness. some kind of insane situation that uh, could happen to a degree, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some literary. So that was my Uber driver. He, we were talking about Skid Row, and he thought I was talking about the alternative freaking <laughs> rock band, Skid Row. And I go, you, you, you're kidding me, right? right? He didn't know anything about Skid Row. No good. And that's when I thought, okay, there are people in your life, they're really... They might have gotten caught up. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Right. Yeah, it, it happens. Well, on a serious note, too. So being a black female comic yeah. entertainer who's risen to, I mean, people would kill for part of your resume, right? I mean, wow. yeah, I people are striving so. for that. I mean that. Yeah. So making your way up through it, I guess, uh, are you aware of or do you speak out about any, I guess, complications or things that you felt were brought on because of race or gender. I mean, is that oh, something that, that you, I mean, you have to be an advocate for that, right? I think, like, hey, you here's know, how, here was my experience. Here's how I handled it. Here's yeah. how we fix something maybe negative you dealt with. I think that it, when we have a platform, it's our responsibility to use mm -hmm. it. I, you know, um, we all use it in a different way. You got a Colin Kaepernick who takes the knee. Sure. You know, you have somebody else, who, Chris Rock, makes you laugh at the, the craziness of, of this world. And so I use my platform on Instagram and I speak out on a lot of different racial issues. And, sure. you know, I spoke out on Charlottesville and I spoke out on, on people that I feel haven't gotten enough attention. And if I can do something, mm -hmm. I will. Um, so, yeah. I, do, I absolutely do. Now, it, when we did The View, I would try to bring up a lot of those topics. Sure. And if we could talk about them, we would. Yeah. So you're saying, was there a personal incident about, that yeah, happened was to anything, me? Anything, I guess, coming up, too, because I see, I, I don't know, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but mm -hmm. I see a really nice community at times. I yeah. see kind of an erratic community at times mm -hmm. with comedy, entertainment, different things like that. But we we do a really good job on this show. Okay, well, let's get everybody's perspective, different right. things like that. You have a really unique perspective. The names that you're throwing out and the institutions, comedy store, the improv, all these things, the other people that are successful that you've come up with, and then to do the variety of things you've done that's super interesting. So I'm always just curious about people's journey getting through that. I mean, anything negative that you would tell a young black female comic uh, getting started to be like, hey, 
here's this crazy path I took, maybe avoid this or don't let this happen. You know, for as far as being a black female comic, I just, I don't know if there's something specific to being a black female comic, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to get, you know, cause I, but I think white female comics go through this as well, trying sure. to get stage time. Yeah. You know, the, the men, they, they don't see color when they're misogynistic. <laughs> like I think if you ask Sarah Silverman, she'd have the same story that I do. Sure. Of just We're just trying to get on stage and be funny. Yeah. But one of the things I think that that black females go through who are in the business of acting, there's a certain type of role that we all have to take when we're just starting. And that's mm-hmm. a sassy. It's a sassy. You see all those S's? Sassy. Black woman that rolls her eyes and, you know, uh-huh. says, what? You better not. Uh-huh, honey, child. So, you know? it's, so it's the sassy secretary it's to the sassy white male secretary. executive. Sassy best friend. Okay. Sassy judge. I mean, if it doesn't if it doesn't say sassy, I get a little scared. Uh huh. So you know that's something that's been frustrating because you want to break out of sassy. Right. All the, uh, matter of fact, I book uh, Perch Four. Uh-huh. The new Perch 4 movie. Okay, it, with it, uh, Frank Grillo. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm doing that. <laughs> I am the sassy superintendent in Brooklyn, yeah. but I get to fight the purgers. I just okay. hope they don't make me run up the stairs because <laughs> no sassy will not, be left yeah. whatsoever. No, 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 no. It melts away, right? It melts away because I'm so damn tired. But but I think, you know, just for a female comic trying to get on that stage, mm-hmm. fighting your way. And I, and I would tell female comics... Don't and even black female comics don't just talk about it. Something everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. Talk about something that's that's honest and real to you. Your story, yeah. your truth, because nobody else can can duplicate that. It's very true. I got a TV show called Sherry based on the fact that my husband cheated on me, yeah. he, and I say she's a white girl because it, it was very. Um, relevant he cheated on me with a white girl when we were mm-hmm. married so they had a, a son and my husband and i had a son and so but my our sons are very close one is white and one is black and they look alike and they love each other so much and yeah. how we had to make this family work and literally wow. when i called and confronted her and this nobody can duplicate this she left a message on my husband's machine and she's like i love what you did to me last night and i called my best friend niecy nash and i was like this bitch is about to die we about to go kick some ass and at the time niecy nash she was on reno 911 cannot say enough great things she's so so damn talented she is she's now so she's good. got her show claws on tnt yeah but she was Rainisha from 911 i said this bitch then called my husband and said i love what you did to me last night i'm still tingling and she was married to a pastor at the time oh. and she was like let me put my hair up get my vaseline don't tell the pastor we about to go kick this bitch ass Holy so we shit. me and niecy got in a car the only reason god saved this little lady was because my gps didn't know if her street was a street an avenue or a fucking boulevard because her ass was about to get kicked so <laughs> she, when i called Sherry her shepherd and niecy nash and niecy nash i'm telling niecy came straight because when i found out he was cheating i called niecy she was on the set of 911 mm-hmm. she came and got me she had a big ass ass on the back she yep. hadn't taken it off and had one little curly cue on the side of her face <laughs> she was still Raynesha and she was like diva I'm right here what we gotta do and then I called the girl and I'm going off and I'm like how dare you my husband and then I love him and and she goes oh my god I can't believe I'm talking to you Sherry and I said you know who oh, I am bullshit. and she said oh my god I've seen you on Ellen and I've seen you on Friends and I've seen you on the Jamie Foxx show I am such a fan what the fuck and, and I paused and I went thank you so much <laughs> Because you never want to alienate your fans, even if they are the other woman. <laughs> never. You need every fan you, you can me. get. Yeah. yeah. And I would tell that story, and Jamie Foxx saw me tell that story 
on stage and he said this is the best that I've ever seen you because it's raw mm-hmm. it's painful it was a breakup of our marriage and you're putting it all out there and some executives saw me from Lifetime and they were like we want to make a TV show that's insane about this and Malcolm Jamal Warner played the husband that cheated what the <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was great it was on four seasons it was called Sherry that's great about what happened in my life so well, do you have to I you got an comments. opportunity out of maybe what could have been the worst thing in your life to that emotionally at that point right oh I I welcome pain because yeah. for me, if you're not going through anything, it's hard to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when Chris Tucker was really, when he was doing all of his rush hours and yeah. he was making 30 million and he was rich and he got on stage and he goes, I, I don't have anything to talk about. I, I lost my keys to the Rolls Royce in Paris. Right. It, 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 nobody it's can relate funny. to that. Yeah. So when I get painful stuff, I'm like, I go, right. This is going to be a joke. Somebody is going to lo- be able to relate to this when I make it funny. So I love it when I'm going through something. That's an amazing uh, story, an amazing way to recover from something like that. Wow. I uh, Absolutely. Yeah, taken aback by that, definitely. So, gosh, I know you got a full schedule today. You gotta I got to go. go? You don't have this to go. This is like doing The View. I'm this not sure fantastic. what person you'd be at the table. Well, I, I think... You'd be our I, guy. Who do you think? Who do you relate uh, to the I, most? I, I mix between Barbara and uh, Whoopi. Barbara and like, Whoopi? Yeah, I mix between that. Like, key, I kind of yeah. have to keep people in their, in the in line together. Yeah. Thing, and you see I'm here alone today. I'm taking my own pictures. Doing I'm doing everything. that stuff. So I'll also be real sweet. Again, feed me. I'm great. But then... Where the, you can say, oh, he grew up, uh, somebody grew up in the in the hood or something like you were saying yeah. about Whoopi. You could say, this fucker got thrown off a horse when he was like five and like had rednecks kicking him in the face and stuff. So I kind of have that, that that side too. Country and hood kind of mixes in together. See, now that They're makes me similar. tingle in my nether regions. It does it. Country okay. and hood. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm tweeting right now going, uh-huh. I think I found somebody that might like black women. <laughs> this, are you married? Uh, no, no, not You have married. a girlfriend? Yeah, seeing somebody. Yeah. Damn it. I'm sorry, It Sharon. always happens like this when I'm on the road. Right. Somebody's always taking, like guys need something to say I'm taking. Like if you, right. like I look for the wedding ring. I didn't, yeah. and I didn't see that like white ring after uh-huh. you take your ring off when yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. be an asshole you right. take your if ring off. I've but yeah, I There's was at the festival all weekend. I still have the tan around yes, it. Yes, a little tan. So that's not me. there. You got a really nice tan. Like uh-huh. you could pass. Okay. You could, are you, what are you, Italian or pure white? Uh, what you, you know what? Uh, German mainly, yeah. You're but I, German? I was at a, I was at a festival well. all weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you got a really great tan. Well, thank you. So, so, but men who are dating don't have anything to say right. for me, somebody like me to go, he's in a relationship. How long you been with your lady? Uh, almost a year. Okay, that's not enough time for me to be respectful. Okay, like gotcha. yeah, yeah sure. just a year is like you're yeah, still open. I could see you're still that. searching. Yeah, yeah like yeah. no offense. Yeah, like no, if she comes to the club, I'm gonna be really nice to her. Uh-huh. But I'm freaking gonna tongue kiss you before I right. leave. Right, well, I obviously. swear to good. Gr- yeah, right. That's because well, What's really the green room for? I mean, it's. it's I'm telling you. Yeah, you're not just gonna relax. And nobody's back gonna there. believe you if you tell. True. Them it was yeah, me and like, you. Sherry Shepard. They're gonna be Sherry, the ex Jehovah's Witness and Christian girl. Okay, wait a second. Yes, I was. I didn't know that about you. I did. I would go knock at people's doors. Did you? Seven in the morning. Okay, tell me about this so yeah. kurt metzger is uh, a comedian you know him yes okay he's ex jehovah's witness correct he is i did not I know think that so i think i've heard he's with shrod on uh race yeah. wars i believe that's so funny so i swear okay give me the most fucked up thing that's happened being a jehovah's witness or was okay. it a pleasant enough time that's it actually was it actually okay was quite too. pleasant they were very strict on me were i'll they? tell you a really screwed up story but I, I do have a bone to pick with everybody who's had a jehovah's witness come to their door I see you hiding behind the freaking curtains. I can see you. I'm eight years old. I see your silhouette. Uh-huh. Oh, it's really kind of fucked up that you just wouldn't open the door and let an eight-year-old talk to you. Right. Because I had my script. I go, where are you going to go when you die? Do you want to go to, you know, like yeah. a new 
a new everlasting um, uh, system where you could lie with the tigers and the bears. And all you had to do was say, give me 35 cents for the watchtower. It really is not this sim- yeah. that hard. And you freaking want to hide because you don't want to, because we will come back. Like right. if, you, if you buy the watchtower, we will come back like 10 people and we will c- convert you. Uh-huh. But the, the, the most messed up thing was um, when I lost my virginity. <laughs> when I lost my virginity. <laughs> So you didn't I, you, save it for Jehovah? I no, I, you know I'm saying what good Puerto Rican named Gilbert Friggin Hernandez? Just, muy bueno. Just I'm telling, it just went downhill. Yeah. So I, I lost my virginity and I wrote it in my diary. And my hating sister tore the page out and showed my parents. Get the fuck out! This they isn't show, a bit. This is not a bit. This is so true. And so you have elders in the congregation. Yeah. So when you do something that is wrong, you go before the elders of the congregation and they meet with you. And so I had to meet with the elders when I lost my virginity. And my dad, they made my dad sit in the no, room. No, no, and it no, was no, no. three older men. And they were like in their 60s. And they were asking me all of White these, or black? It was one black okay. and two old white men. Okay. And at the time, you know, I'm a young teenager. It was so embarrassing. And they asked me so many like really personal questions. Like they said, did he digitally penetrate you mm. what the heck is digital <laughs> penetration i still don't know what digital does that mean a dvd yeah. was involved i was gonna say something with hd capabilities with yeah. hd capabilities mm-hmm. i think it's a, a digit is a finger yes so my dad is sitting right there and they're asking me all these questions and i'm crying and they made me go through like the whole thing of what happened and how I lost my virginity and what exactly he did and what my feelings were. They jerked I was off in there. To this later. Yeah, well, now I'm grown. I'm like, they were getting off on this. So yeah. you, I'm a teenager and I was in there for like two hours with these men. Like, you would have a woman questioning a young girl. Sure. But it was older men questioning me in their 60s and my dad had to sit there and listen. So that was embarrassing. And then they put me on public reproof. So your private reproof is they just kind of... They pun- give you. you the punishment and nobody knows. And they'll say, Sherry Shepard's on private reproof. So you know Sherry got in trouble. But they put me on public reproof in front of the entire congregation. And they said there was sexual sin with Sherry Shepard. And I'm just a teenager. Uh. I just lost my virginity. Something that was so beautiful, except I got diarrhea after oh, he did it. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that, yeah. I don't know, that TMI. Part, you know, that's but debatable. something that was so beautiful was just so ugly and they said that uh, I was on public reproof and nobody could talk to me for six months. No one could speak to you? Like people who are my friends and like my best girlfriend who's still, she's still a witness and she still to this day like doesn't let people know that we're still best friends. Did you go to public school? I went to public school, yeah. So during you the holidays, I didn't leave the room. To Halloween. No, well, Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, I, when they were singing the songs and putting in, up the turkeys, the, the, uh, the pledge of allegiance trees. every morning, you had to step away too. I stepped away. I just I wouldn't do the pledge of allegiance, mm-hmm. but any holidays, I had to go to the library while they did the holidays. <sighs> but like for six months, nobody talked to me. Like we could have been friends, and they would ignore me like I wasn't there. And then after the six months, they embraced me and hugged me. It was like nothing ever happened because the theory behind that is is you want to isolate and they then the person feels like I have nothing. I'm thrust out into a world that I don't Got know. It. So when I'm embraced again, I'm so like want to be back in the fold. Yes. Could they do, and, and maybe there's not, I, I find Scientology to be just evil. And, and, oh, that, at that levels. cult, yeah. Could they do... Because uh, they their scare tactics and stuff like that are, are fucking lame. To but me, they're real. Yeah. Could Jehovah's Witness have like Leo Remini's been just tearing Scientology a new one? She got former, an Emmy, yeah, former, for her, yeah, yeah, her yeah. Documentary. No, I don't think that Jehovah's Witnesses are like, like that. that. I think yeah. they're very, very nice people, mm-hmm. and they completely believe in what they 
they believe in. Yeah. And a lot of them, uh, like Reby Jackson is still a Jehovah's Witness, Janet Jackson's sister, Michael's mm-hmm. sister. And she always says to me, when are you going to come home? So I get that a lot from witnesses. When Either they stiffen up when I see them on the streets and I go, oh, I was a witness, but I'm not anymore. They get stiff. Like they don't know how to deal with right. me. Like I'm going to try and get them out into the world. Or they're, they're like, when are you going to come back? When the, are you going to come back? This could be a complete, just a random thing. There were some Jehovah's Witnesses I went to high school with. Yeah. Extremely like top five in our class, smart. Too. And a couple were very athletic and couldn't couldn't go to college. Couldn't play a sport though. Yeah, we, we weren't like, allowed. Nothing. I was I literally I was an A student and I wanted to go to college and mm-hmm. I was not allowed to go they to college. They don't allow you to go to college? Yes, yeah, so I became a comic. It, 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 it's <laughs> that, payback well, that, for you. Thank you, Jehovah. No, they wouldn't allow my they wouldn't allow me to go to college. No. Absolutely shit. not. Yeah. And the the couple who did send their kids to college, mm-hmm. they got pub, they got publicly reproved. <laughs> yeah. They sure did. Because <laughs> little, you know why they believe. At, at the state U, so you have to fucking not get Yeah, and for we six couldn't months. do after school scholastic activities. I couldn't uh, join. I wasn't a cheerleader type. I was a flag girl. Like, mm-hmm. I can hold a flag really, because I'm yeah. a heavy girl, good heavy set. Sure. I can hold a heavy good flag. Knees. Yeah, good, uh, total good knees. And so. <laughs> I wish I could have been a pom pom girl, uh-huh. but they w- we could not do anything athletic or scholastic because their their thinking was, you know, you should be Armageddon is going to come the end of the world, right. so you should be spending all of your time knocking on the doors, you know, Saving. getting and we call people in the world um, goats. And people who were Jehovah's Witnesses who believed in in the Bible uh, were called sheep. So mm-hmm. we need to be getting the goats and turning them into sheep. So if you're spending all your time, you know, playing football or going to college, that's taking away from being in field service, right. which is when we knocked on the door. So was there any crossover in that? So as you made it into what we would both probably call the normal world. So we'll just say post Jehovah's Witness. Right. Was there, I mean... Was anything super surprising to you? Or were you, I mean, oh are we already kind of aware and you were just like, where the fuck can I be? No, I stuff? was, no, I was so sheltered. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I, my parents were so strict. I never, I didn't get to see R-rated movies. I didn't get to, but so I was really rebellious. But when I first got out there, I joined a, a Pentecostal church. Right. And so Jehovah's Witnesses, I was raised to believe that every church was from the devil. Mm-hmm. And if you walked into church, it was going to explode. So the first time I went into this, <laughs> pen, uh, uh, I did. I thought it was like, you know, like uh, Satan. Yeah. And I worked in, and, and if you know, Pentecostal churches, those are like the most charismatic, screaming, right. speaking in tongues, hallelujah, With those running around. super sexy, long khaki uh, dresses. Yes. Super heck weird yeah. long hair. Weird long hair. And, and especially a black Pentecostal church. Oh yeah. Oh my it's gosh. Down. I grew up Catholic. The first time I went to one of those, I was like, "What, what is going on? Happening here?" That's what I thought. When do we the, kneel? Yeah. The first lady I saw, she's like, and she was speaking in tongues, and I was like, "I have walked into the church of the devil." Right. It scared me so bad, and it made me say, "That's why they told me don't go to churches." But once I realized what was going on, yeah. and I said, "They better stop slapping my head," because they kept hitting when I got saved. You know, accepted Jesus Christ, kept Especially hitting me now. In the knock that wig off. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah you know, and the thing about black churches, uh-huh. they have a lot of wigs. There's a lot of wigs that come off when black women get the Holy Ghost right, right. in church. I've it's seen a, it happen. It's a movement. It's a whole movement. Yeah. It's happened in my family. It, it's kind of slid with me. When I get really into Jesus, my wig will slide. Sure. But it's, yeah, but I haven't been a Jehovah's Witness for a long time. Yeah. And they keep telling me, would you please stop? talking about us right listen like they're not gonna kidnap me they just pray for me which i love they're very nice people do you feel like that's uh something that you draw off of your sense of humor it has to be right because you have such a unique compared to this and that like things that maybe 
someone that didn't grow up in a Jehovah's Witness take for granted as being yeah. weird. You'd be like, oh, you guys are really strange. And it's because maybe you were sheltered. Where- it's it, because I look at everything kind of like in a weird way. Like being a Jehovah's Witness, they told me, they, the elders brought me into the room and they said, you cannot do stand-up comedy, which broke my heart because I said, because I literally feel like doing stand-up comedy is a calling from God. Right. To be able to use this gift to make people laugh. I, I Sometimes I cry on stage because with what we're going through in the world, people need laughter. Sure. And so to be told that I cannot use my life's experience to make somebody feel better just really broke my heart. That's probably what made me pull away. Yeah. Because I said, I don't want to be a legal secretary all my life. I want to I wanna do stand-up. And they said, absolutely not. We forbid you to do it. And it kind of made me... Peace. Yeah, I was like, I gotta go. Later, Jehovah. Yeah, and I mean, look where I'm now. I'm, I, I really feel like I'm. You think um, you made the right decision? I think I made the right decision. I would say so. I mean, two assessments later, I'm, I'm think I'm good. There you go. What about your son? What's he gonna do besides um, touch himself? I talk about his dad is a comic, mm-hmm. and I'm a comic, and I say to Jeffrey all the time, college, college, doctor, college, doctor. Yeah. And he goes the other day, he has his hands, and he goes, "Mommy, I have to make the people laugh." And I was like, "Oh, damn it." <laughs> I said, this boy's going to be in my basement yeah. with white socks and flip-flops on at 40 years old, yep. hitting a comedy club. <sighs> you least... might as well. I might as well have been Florida Evans on good times when James did not come back home. Damn, damn, damn it. <sighs> at least it's a nice basement. Well, I'm, he wants to be a comic. He wants to get on stage. I'm so glad his, his name is different from mine. So that yeah. way he doesn't Separate. have, you know, the, that pressure of his mom is a successful comic. He can right. go out and bomb and do whatever and, oh. Get out! I'm gonna be sleeping with all the comics. I'm gonna have wake up and see some girl in my son's bed. They're gonna use him as an opportunity key to come to you. Like you're gonna have like uh, scripts dropped off. You're gonna all have five minute uh, sets dropped off Tapes on video. And my son like wears his heart on his sleeve. He mm-hmm. falls in love. Like he's mm-hmm. in love with Take some little ten year old. He likes him young. Okay, yeah, good. he's twelve. She's ten, and sure. you know, and and she threw his dandelion on the ground, mm. and I'm like, you bitch. Yeah. So I, he, I, I said, you can't be a comic you wear your heart on your sleeve like the first time you bomb you're gonna it's gonna oh be a very gosh, upsetting experience it's gonna be hard yeah i think you'll and be he's there gonna for bomb i will i will put his head between my breasts Good i don't know if that you. will work at 40 but it's what i know well you know that's how we end our show as well i'll uh, i'll get a picture of me doing you doing that to your me. head between my breasts yeah. we will take that picture that's fair it's... and i love your woman i am going to leave you alone good because I you're in too. a great one-year relationship i respect that i can tell but can the tell. moment you break up mm. i'm gonna slide my number across right. the Slide into the DMs because I I have a fancy for Germans today. That, I could tell, like German chocolate cake, and you being German, Ve- and you have I'm dimples, vegan. and you you have dimples. Oh I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, when you smile, yeah, there's a dimple. Like, in your- <laughs> I love it. Sherry, what are you gonna do after uh, after stand up? What do you, do you want to work on another TV project? I do have a TV show. I have a TV here? show called Trial and Error with mm-hmm. John Lithgow on NBC. Are you sh- how do I not know this? Yeah, stuff? it came on. It came on while the, um, after the Voice during the summer in mm-hmm. place of This Is Us, and uh, it's like Parks and Rec. John Lithgow was accused of killing his wife, and I'm part of his legal defense fund. Except I'm the receptionist slash paralegal slash researcher. Except I have prosopagnosia, which is facial blindness. I um I I don't have an inner ear. When I get my anesthesia, I walk backwards. You and these are be all a damn actress. No, these are all neuro, real neurological syndromes. Yeah. I am dyslexic. I have short-term memory loss. I laugh inappropriately at situations. So when you talk about murder, I start laughing. I can't recognize John Lithgow. And I mean, and I go, I, I talk in my sleep. Yeah. I drive in my sleep. So I have all of these disorders, and I'm on his legal defense team. 
How and we're coming back for second season next year. The, congratulations. Thank That's you. That's so NBC. exciting. What uh, what got you tied into NBC? I'm not going to let you leave here ever. I, you know, I love being this here. This is so fun. This uh, is great. What, what got you tied in, in, into NBC? I mean, you have how Well, when I left The now? View, um, once Barbara well, left. Starts with Friends. It, well, I, you know, I've always been an actress. It started okay. with Friends. I was a legal secretary when I booked Friends. I was a yeah. legal secretary when I booked Everybody Loves Raymond. And I, I love so much acting. So I left The View. There really is not that much work in New York except if you sing and do Broadway or dramas. And I'm a <laughs> right. comedian. Or Daily Show, maybe. Or The Daily yeah. Show. Yeah. So the work was always taking me to L.A. So my son and I made the leap of faith. We moved here. And I went and literally they offered me this role for this show called Trial and Error. And once they said John Lithgow, I was like, yeah, of course. Right. And he's amazing. He's fantastic. He's, I mean, to work with John Lithgow is just wild. Do you, do you have a, a top, I mean, this is kind of weird because you've worked with so many talented people and you're very talented yourself. Do you have anyone that sticks out? Maybe it's John Lithgow, maybe it's Tina Fey. I don't know. Who stands out the most as just being the most... I almost want to say otherworldly in regards because I mean you're literally dropping like Chris Rock's name, all these Chris yeah. Tucker, all these guys that are super talented. I'm thinking like Chris Rock's got to be up there. You have uh, I love Vince Vaughn. Vince is a now, wonderful. Now wonderful. you're really you're speaking to my heart again. <laughs> you've brought up Jason Siegel and Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn representing like the Tall Funny Guy Club. Like, I love Vince holy Vaughn. Holy so cow! What what did you work with Vince on? You know what Vince came. Don't on you the, like that? I'm a little I'm a little in the dark on your career. I'm like literally because like, you asked really great questions. Getting excited about these exciting things. Yeah, your you, questions are wonderful. Thank you. I your career never, is wonderful. That's um, insane. Thank you. I, it's it's just been really diverse. Like doing Dancing with the Stars and The View and the Jamie Foxx show and. I did the Soul Man for a season with Cedric the Entertainer. Mm -hmm. So that's why my audience is so diverse. Cedric the Entertainer from, uh, I guess, technically about two hours that way. Like he's from oh, rural he? Missouri. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I know Guy Tory, um, mm -hmm. Guy T. He's from here. A lot of comics are from here. Yeah, it's so, such a trip. Nikki Glazer uh, had a show on Comedy Central. She's really good from here. Yeah, there's a. There, I mean, there's St. Louis is the spot. There you go. It is a place to be. And now you're but here. Vince has always come on the View, mm -hmm. so that's where I know Vince Vaughn from. Okay. We get to we get, literally get to talk and hang out backstage. So is so if Vince is doing the red carpet and I'm interviewing, they will say Sherry Shepard and he'll come right over to me. That's I awesome. love Vince. Russell. Brand. I almost slept with Russell Brand. Almost Seriously, slept with yeah. Russell Brand. Oh my god! <laughs> didn't, didn't tell you that. I told you I like him. I we're like getting, him vanilla. We're I like the vanilla. Exclusive. Yeah, that's great. Vince Vaughn. I feel like he'd handle a lady well. He is. He's such a ladies' man, but he's really nice and he's so yeah. tall. He's six. Really? Five. He's an inch taller than me. Yeah, he's, he's like, like six, six five. five. Yeah. yeah, he's really tall and he's built. Yeah, and he's just—he's just a great guy. He's why fun. is there drool the left side? Because I'm—I am a Vince. I like tall guys. Yeah, I was married to one. I like—I re like really tall guys because I like to think that you're kind of crazy. Yeah, and I'm short, so if some shit pops off, you got it handled. That's, that's fair. And you got a tattoo too, so right. like you, so you, you know can't something. be a nerd and have a tattoo. No, that's no, 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 stupid. It's not like a, a thing. It's like I, I killed ten men to get this. See, tattoo. I like that. I like yeah. when you tell me that kind of stuff. Right, like, like you did a prison stint. Like give me the vanilla ice. Story. Yeah, well, we're working like our that. way back. That's where where we're here in. St. Louis and then next stop LA. I right? like that. See, and you What's got that it? dimple, so you look like you're gonna handle some shit if it goes sure. down. Like you are like if something happens in the hood, you you you're down with it. I gotcha. You, yeah. Exactly. I'll look at, I'll look whoever. Like in you the would pick up all one hundred and thirty two pounds. hundred and ten pounds. Hundred somewhere of, around there. Mm -hmm. Give or give or take a twenty or two. I gotta do this one more read before we go. Barrel, beard, and tattoo oil. Do you you were saying something about your your I'm serious. I have an oil that's made here. You put it on your elbows. It's unbelievable. And I'm going to get you a bottle. Ashy, like, it's like a $35. I know dealing with cosmetics. It's like $35 that's handmade yeah, that, beer bottle. It's great. 
barrel beard and tattoo oil. Yes, oh, I'm going to really? give you some. You Makes want it some? Soft? I would love some. It's amazing. Yeah. I just trimmed. I had a really long beard, yeah. before, which would have made me look oh, more. Oh, did you have like a like ZZ Top beard? Not that. It was on its way. Oh, yeah. man. So like to here, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't look quite as much like I need it, but I still put it on my face. It's made it for your skin. Top. I would love something. That'd be yeah. cool. I Cheers. want to float and I want some beer oil. You think I'm joking. You're going to no, leave I, here. I would like to float. You're going to leave here oiled and. Oiled up. And ready for relaxation. I'm going to be in somebody's basement. Yours, but it's okay. That's right. What a great note to end on. That Sherry, is- what a pleasure. <laughs> Fantastic. Go see your Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Thank you so much, Sherry. I had a great time. Thank you. What a conversation that was. Travis is going to be pissed. He missed that one. Uh, Wow. Cannot say enough good things about Sherry Shepard. Follow her. Support her. Most of all, if you're in St. Louis, go see her at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. So thanks to Helium for another great guest. And thanks to Sherry. I, I literally didn't know a ton about her, and I feel like that was... To my advantage with such uh, an open, talented person. Big thanks to uh, Barrel Beard and Tattoo Oil. And uh, obviously all of our sponsors. Check out Presence Float Center. Again, W-A-L is your promo code. And hey, if you listen to the morning show, you know this already, but Gateway Powder Coating offering 15% off. If you go there for all your powder coating needs, just drop the name. Chris Denman, we are live. St. Louis Live. Whatever works. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.